Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Let's Talk CFL Podcast. Roundtable discussion recorded live on Sunday and Wednesday nights. Visit Let's Talk CFL on Facebook for showtime. Brought to you by the Let's Talk Sports Groups on Facebook. Our partners, LostWorldOnSport.com. Stream live on BlogTalkRadio.com. Hey, good evening, sports fans, and welcome to Let's Talk CFL podcast, episode number 452, I think. I'm not sure. Uh, our, our, our episode numbering's all screwed up, and I was rushed tonight, so I didn't actually go back. So uh, we're just going to assume it's 452. It might be 453. I don't know. Don't care, and uh, we'll figure it out later. It's not a big deal. Anyhow. Uh, yeah, I'm your host, Christopher Jones. We're going to talk some football tonight. Uh, we're going to talk all about the, the week, the, the games that we just witnessed this last weekend and the Labor Day games coming up. And uh, we're going to talk about a bunch of uh, COVID protocol oopses and uh, all sorts of weird things. Uh, some hypochondriac that uh, plays with the Calgary Stampeders. And we'll carry on and do a bunch of things. I don't know. Uh, I'm uh, like uh, like I said last time last week where our, our evacuation is over, but we've been under an evacuation alert. That means that you better be ready to go in five minutes. And today that was uh, lifted, uh, which was a good thing. So we're back to green, all just like everybody else or most other people. There are still some people that are in evacuation mode. There are a lot of people who are in evacuation alert, and there's a lot of people who are homeless. And I just don't understand uh, a, a lot of people around. It's uh, down at the coast. It's kind of weird and crazy because uh, people don't understand the severity of what's going on up here. Uh, they they want to go camping. They want to go up and go go uh, winery tours and go do this and go do that. It's like stay the hell away from the hotels up here because people need them to live. We've got no place to live. There's people that have lost houses. We're not talking about one or two people. We're talking about hundreds and hundreds of houses that have been decimated, gone. They don't exist. These people have nothing left anymore, literally have nothing left. Um, and, you know, and you're coming up here and it's like, it's your holiday. Like, fuck off. I got nothing else. I got nice, nothing pretty to say about you. Just stay away. Anyhow, um, Let's uh, talk some football here. I'm going to open up the mics, and uh, we'll bring some people in and see what's going on. This is Will. How are you, buddy? Is this Will? Yes, this is Will. Will is Good. Will is fine. He couldn't be better, I guess. Are you I still guess. at work? Have you, you haven't told the, the, you haven't retired yet? You haven't had enough of this bullshit and no, walked sir. away? Okay. No, sir, because cause they, they haven't told me they're going to make vaccinations mandatory yet. So. They're not uh, going to. Oh, they might. They're, they're going to try. They it just won't, won't be successful. Well, no, I was, no, no, I'm talking mandatory at my office. I was, I was asked, I was, I was asked the question again the other day, what happens if we make mandatory or make vaccines office mandatory? And I said, I'd quit. And he said, and he said, really? And I said, watch me. So, anyways. Yeah. But, yeah, other than that, everything's, t- everything's tickety-boo. Okay. Well, I'm I've opened up the other ready. mic. I'm, go ahead. I'm about to get ready and go to my last ever Stampeder football game on Monday night or Monday afternoon. 
and uh, that'll be that. Yeah, I'm, I'm really sorry to hear about that, but I've probably seen my last BC Lions home game too. Uh, BC Lions football game live. Well, period. I, I, I'm not going anywhere. You know, I wish I, I wish I could say I, I enjoy sitting outside in the cold weather and watching football. That'd be a lie, okay? That'd yep. be a lie. So, so the next games are in October at night. So those are cold games. I will probably yeah. watch them in my basement. Yeah. So there you go. Nice hot chocolate or something, you know. Just go for it. And I, and I hope the Stampeders don't go bankrupt. I hope the Stampeders don't go bankrupt because of it. So just saying. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Charles, how are you doing, buddy? I'm okay. I can't complain. Sorry for are my uh, missing the show last week, but it is what it is. Sorry, go on. No, that, that wasn't your fault. I, we couldn't do a show on Wednesday, so we did a, yes, a, I know. an impromptu yep. change to Thursday, and you weren't available, and that's okay. We're not going to bitch at you like yeah, that. No, that's right. I'm, not, I'm not going to complain yep. and bitch at you like what we do to Mark, because when he ditches the show. Okay. Yeah, don't worry Fair about enough. it. Yeah, I'm uh, are, are, are you okay with uh, the, the new protocols with that BC place? Are you going to go Well, to I mean, games? it is what it is. I mean, I can go to games. I am vaccinated uh, on here. Um, I can go to games. I don't – I prefer if they – because I know that there is some um, – um, what should we call it? Um, some stadiums where they're giving the option of if you, you be vaccinated or you can show a a negative COVID test. I would be Within the last okay 48 hours. with that. Within the last 48 hours, because at least that at least gives you the option. They're not totally forcing you to uh, to take the vaccine. You have the option of getting a test done. I would have liked to have seen that, I think. Uh, it is what it is. They're going to enforce what they're going to enforce. So, I mean, there's not a lot I'm going to be able to do about it. So we'll just roll with the punches. Well, a couple of, uh, of lawsuits that have been – there's a stay of execution filed by Rocco Gladi. And there's a couple other lawsuits that have been filed against the uh, Charter of Rights and Freedoms. And mm-hmm. we'll see what happens there. Uh, because it's just absolutely yeah, I mean, ludicrous. But, you know, anyhow. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just read a, uh, an Oxford University study where they republished a, uh, an event that happened uh, in Asia where they did a study on vaccinated people. And vaccinated people hold 250 times more virus molecules in their nostrils than what a normal sick person does because the vaccine makes them asymptomatic. So they be, they're becoming these super spreaders of the virus now. And I'm just going, great. 85% of the people out there are trying to kill me. <clears throat> I, I personally, I don't think there's 85% of the population that's been vaccine, but vaccinated, but that's beside the point. I think it's more like about mm-hmm. 50%. But I don't know. Flying Hard to, to tell. Every, every, every turn of the fucking corner. So, yeah, just uh, I, I'm staying away from vaccinated people because they're, they're just deadly. That's just kind of my rule. Uh, Mark, how are you doing? Welcome to the show. Doing well, doing well. Regular week. Going to watch the Bombers lose this week, so we know that much. 
Yeah, who they put? Oh, they play Saskatchewan. Yeah, you think so? No. And it's Labor Day. It's you don't Labor have any Day confidence in them? They never win on Labor none, Day. None whatsoever. It's Labor Day. They always, never win. They always, they always lose, and they always lose relatively badly. Yes, they do. They don't. Uh, yeah. You know what? They're yeah. not needed. There's so many... For so many years, I watched that Bomber Labor Day game, look forward to it, and every Labor Day, they get their asses just fucking kicked. Yep. There's nothing you could do about it. You think it's going to change in with uh, all the rookies in the backfield still? No. Probably not. Nope. Nope. I mean, I'm not saying Saskatchewan's that good, because they're not, but... I don't think they're that we'll good. We'll see what happens when they start playing They are, they are um, undefeated. But I don't yes, really they think they've no, they had lost it. one. No, no, they haven't. No, no, they haven't. I thought Saskatchewan lost the game. No, they didn't? No. 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 Okay, no. maybe it's Winnipeg. I guess it's Winnipeg I'm thinking of. They lost. So, Win- yeah. Winnipeg lost the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where are the standings? There's the standings. Uh, Saskatchewan is 3-0. and oh. Winnipeg is three and one. Uh, Saskatchewan's had a bye already. Uh, BC is two and two for a strong third place. Uh, Edmonton and Calgary are both, or Edmonton is one and two, and Calgary is one and three. Calgary's in the basement. And then over in the east, we got Toronto at two and one, Hamilton at one and two, Ottawa one and two, and Montreal one and two. So right now, we are really close to having a crossover. Ah. Anyhow, let's uh, stop that shit. Uh, Mark, did you get introduced? Yes, you did, didn't you? Yes. I did. Yes. I did. Yes. Okay. So let's talk about the games from last week. In uh, week four of the CFL season, 2021 CFL season, we had four games. The first one was Edmonton in Toronto, and this was postponed due to a COVID outbreak in the Edmonton Elks. And uh, we're going to talk about that a little later, so we're not going to talk about this right now. Although I believe this game should have just been canceled, forfeited, and moved on. Uh, They believe that they can reschedule this. They cannot. It's not going to happen. It's too short of a week. There's too many... It, it's not going to happen. It's just almost impossible. Of course, they're going to do it now. They're going to play Tuesday night or something dumbass like that. But um, we'll see what happens. Are you okay, Charles? Sorry, yeah, I am. We we can hear you when you're whispering. I know I mumble and whisper, and I I should put my phone on mute when I do that. Well, yeah, especially if Amory comes into the room and you have to talk to her. Yes, and you can do that. That would be a good idea. Yep. <laughs> okay, the second first game was the Hamilton Tiger Cats into Montreal to play the Alouettes. Uh, this one, I don't know what this one was going on, but let's just say that Hamilton won this one. Uh, did anybody watch this game? Will I did. watched I most of that. it. Okay. I did. Well, there you go. I was I, I didn't yep. even actually know it was on TV, so I missed this one completely. I didn't even know who won till the next day. Okay, so somebody talk about it, Charles. 
Tell us the synopsis of this game. Good, bad, ugly. Hamilton played well. Montreal didn't. Uh, vice versa. What happened? I was going to say it was good uh, for Hamilton. It was bad for Montreal. And uh, Montreal is showing themselves to be a bit of a mirage from 2019 because they are not off to a strong start. And in particular, Vernon Adams Jr. is not off to a good start. He has not looked good for two games. He actually looked quite good in the season opener when they won. But since then, the last two games, he's looked like crap. He's been very inconsistent. He's been throwing bad footballs. And finally, uh, Dane Evans, they went with him to start over Jeremiah Mazzoli in Hamilton. And that paid off because he actually played quite well. I believe he passed for over 300 yards in this game. And uh, it was quite frankly, the best that the um, uh, Hamilton Tiger Cats have looked this season uh, after a couple of losses early. Now there's somebody else making noise in the background. I don't know who, but... Um, Somebody's doing their filing their taxes or something by the sounds of it. Something like that, yep. But, yeah, it was a, a very good game for Hamilton. They needed that one because the last thing they wanted to do was go to 0-3 because that's almost a death blow, especially when you're in a 14-game regular season. So they really needed that win, and uh, I was expecting a better bounce-back game from Montreal uh, after having a really uh, poor game the week before. Um, But they didn't bounce back. They just looked terrible. So, um, yeah, it's a good good win for Montreal, and or excuse me, good win for Hamilton and Montreal – might be in a little bit of trouble right now because they're just not looking very good. Okay, you got anything interesting to add to that, Mark, or do we just call out the scores? Now there's no. I'll go on. real quick. I'll go real quick. Um, the biggest problem with Montreal right now is Vernon Adams at quarterback. He has got the yips again. They always talk about when he's having fun, he's one of the best quarterbacks there is. Well, he's not having fun right now, and it's showing. Um, they've got to fix him in a hurry, or the season's going to get derailed pretty quick. He was making really bad different, uh, decisions throughout the entire game. He was throwing balls at the wrong time again, making easy interceptions again. He, he's fallen into that pattern. So That's all of them. Okay. And just to correct, I actually said that Dane Evans passed for over 300 yards. I thought, boy, I gave him way too much credit than I should have. He only passed for 183. But he looked good most of the night, or at least two touchdowns. But still better than what we've been seeing from Jeremiah Mazzoli. Yeah, well, that doesn't take much. Nope. Okay, Will, you got anything to add, or do we just do some score things here? Yeah, I can do some scores. Okay. Uh, where are they? There they are. Sparky scores. Uh, Hamilton 27, Montreal 10. The total score for the game was 37. And, Charles, you picked Hamilton. You got a big 100 points for that. Uh, 32 points, uh, five off. You're five off, so you got 32 points for that one. Uh, Will, you took Montreal. That was a big zero. Uh, 48 points. You're off by 11. Good for 20 points. Mark, uh, you picked Hamilton and 32. You're off by five. You got the 100 points plus 32. 
TJ picked Montreal. I don't know why, but I did. I picked Montreal off by 36. Only my difference. Oh, sorry, I picked 36. Uh, so I was one point off. I got 40 points for that. That was a good score, but I did not get the 100. Uh, the third game of the week was the BC Lions into Ottawa. Uh, BC should have been uh, on a big bank bounce back game after that pathetic showing in Edmonton. Uh, Ottawa is just being Ottawa. They're just being Ottawa. They needed a win in the worst way, and they did not even come and play football. So, uh, yeah, I, I was not overly impressed with the BC Lions game, but they were head and shoulders better than the Ottawa Red Blacks because Ottawa just played like shit. I don't know what else to say. And, uh, I, well, the only thing that we can say about that is it was so bad Matt Nichols was so bad that Dominic Davis is getting first team reps right now. Oh my God, you must be desperate. Um, yeah, so that's the kind of the BC Ottawa game. I did see chunks of this. I did not get to see the whole game. I was driving, so I was listening to it on Sirius XM, uh, evacuating horses still. We're still working with that. So I got to watch the last 15 minutes or might, might've been the fourth quarter, might've got most of the fourth quarter. Uh, what I saw, I didn't mind, but, uh, listening to Moj and, and Julio, uh, BC did not play all that well. Uh, that was my take from the radio. Charles, you tell us what of your favorite team. Uh, the Lions were certainly better than Ottawa, which was not, uh, a hard task on this night. But I'm going to say for the thing that it's actually a fortunate thing that they were playing Ottawa because they weren't yeah. – you're, you're correct. They weren't great. Um, they're still having some issues when they get into the red zone. They they scored two offensive touchdowns uh, last week, which was two better than the week before. Um, but they're still coming away, I think, a few too many uh, field goals when they should be getting touchdowns. Mike Riley was good again in this game. He bounced back after a weak show, a bad showing against Edmonton, passed for over 300 yards. Um, the big story for the Lions in this game was Javon Katoy, uh, who we hadn't seen hardly anything in the first three weeks, uh, and he pops up with uh, five catches for 93 yards, including a 46-yard touchdown catch from Mike Riley. So which was he had a beautiful. big game. Good to see the local guy. It was. Uh, and it was a concentration one because he bobbled it at first, but he had yeah. good concentration to hold on to it and get into the end zone, so that was good. Lions defense, I want to just talk about them just for a second uh, because, and not a lot of people are talking about this, but this is something they should be. Since halftime in the week one game against the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, the BC Lions defense has surrendered exactly one touchdown. That's in 14 quarters. They're only, they only gave up one touchdown. That was in the game two weeks ago against Edmonton. Since uh, they, 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 they kept Calgary out of the end zone, they kept Ottawa out of the end zone, and they kept Saskatchewan out of the end zone for the second half of their, their game. So this defense is really, um, I think, showing up uh, quite well. They're, they're really um, stopping a lot of teams um, dead in their tracks. So uh, that's something I think that uh, people should be paying a little bit more attention to because uh, they're looking like quite a good defense. And it's a lot of young guys, a lot of new guys that we don't know a lot about, 
but they've come together quite well here in a short period of time. So I think that's something that the Lions, uh, that the people in the CFL uh, should be paying attention to because um, they are averaging less than 20 points per game. Um, and in the CFL, that's a really good number. So just wanted to comment that way. Yeah, our next game, we, we're on the bye this week, and uh, next week we play Ottawa again, and then Montreal. Yay. So we actually could be up there in the standings if things are, yeah. are in a good way. Uh, BC has still surrendered 75 points on the year. But that's and in four it, games. Yes, but they're also the, – Calgary is the only team that has surrendered more t- points in the entire league than BC. Okay. Hmm. So, uh, although you're 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 not wrong in praising the defense, seventy five mm-hmm. points. Calgary had seventy eight, and then you know Edmonton's at sixty two, Winnipeg's, Saskatchewan's at forty seven, and uh, all of the East is in the fifties uh, and sixties. So nobody else is hmm. up in the seventies, but BC and Calgary. But all the teams in the East have only played three games, and the Lions have played four. Uh, correct. They've correct. got one more game. Edmonton and, and Saskatchewan are the only two teams that uh, have had buys in the in the West. Yeah, and they are the if, two, you, if you do. And if you ahead. do the per game average for each of the Eastern team, they're all at twenty points, where the Lions are just under twenty points. Okay. I, I'm not saying yeah. – I'm not dissing your comments. I'm just pointing out no, no, that I the know. Lions I'm, have surrendered a shitload of points. There is a difference there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 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 Uh, Mark, or should, you want to say anything on this game or Will or somebody or – I'll go in. Um, I watched the entire game, unfortunately. Yes, Yes, it was. Yes, BC deserved to win. Yes, they were the better team. And agreed, Charles, that is a very good defense. But take some of those defensive stats from last week, and, well, I guess you can't even toss them out because they get Ottawa again next game. This is Matt Nichols' led team without Andrew Harris, without Medlock. So they're in trouble. And it, it's showing. I, I, this is a, it was a game where the, both defenses actually padded stats. Um, as good as, as, much better as BC was than Ottawa. Um, didn't play that well. Mike Riley, has he developed a new glove where the ball just won't leave the hand? He's holding on to the ball way too long. Agreed. But he did that in 2019, too, and that's why he took a lot of sacks. It's not the O-line right now that's giving up these sacks. He's standing there for five or six steamboats. He's holding the ball way too long. And his long throws are not getting any better. So this injury that he has to his arm 
hasn't it's not improving with time because he's still throwing five yard outs and then Whitehead and Burnham are getting him fifteen or twenty yards on them. That was my biggest takeaway from BC is Mike Anthony Riley. Anthony Calvillo made a career healthy. doing that. Yeah, but Mike Riley didn't. No. Well, Mike Riley does not look healthy at all. He doesn't look comfortable back That arm is not, not improving. So, okay, William. So yeah, they were head and tails better. William. BC yes. Ottawa. What you find in this you know game what? that was just wonderful and, and intriguing for you? Well, I'm I I've been I've had a lot of company in the last two or three weeks, and I've and I'm really suffering on my sleep, and I watched that entire game, but seventy five percent of it I had my eyes closed, and it was the best news I've had in quite a few days. So I it's like watching the game NFL was boring. I thought the game was as boring as fuck, especially when Matt Nichols got on the field, okay? Like, if you're going to start Dominic Davis this week, you are in trouble. Sorry, you are. Well, nobody said they're you're, starting. You're in trouble. I'm just saying that they, according to a couple of reports, is getting a lot of reps. He's taking first team reps. Are going to start us. Yeah. They're going to start but that. Okay, they, nobody, nobody has said that yet. This is what yeah, happens when you yet. don't go out and get a legit quarterback. They did. They went out and got uh, Nick Arbuckle. And got uh, Nick Arbuckle, and then they traded him. <laughs> <laughs> Idiots. That Idiot. worked out well for it, didn't it? Absolutely. So this was the BC Lions twenty-four, the Ottawa Red Blacks twelve. Okay, so total score was 36. Charles, you picked the BC Lions with 46 points. You're off by 10. You always pick the Lions. You got 100 points for that one, but you got 22 for the score. Uh, Will, you with Ottawa? You're just trying to get away from the pack? I don't know. Or you actually thought Otto, Matt Nichols was trying to, that I'm beat trying to Michael O'Reilly? No, but... Well, but that's the only way I can catch up. Fuck. You're 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 obviously not doing that that well. You have to be intelligent when you picks. Okay, Ottawa was not one of them. Uh, okay, anyhow, you picked 32. You were only off by four points. You got 34 points for the score, which was good. Mark, you picked BC at 39. You're off by three, so you got 100 plus 36. CJ was perfect on this game. Uh, BC, BC lines and 36, so I got the big 150 points straight across the board on that one. Uh, the fourth game, third, fourth game, whichever way you want to put this one, was the Calgary Stampeders going into Winnipeg. And you know what? Calgary should have won this game. I have no doubt in my mind that they should have won this game. Winnipeg played like shit. Calgary is not a good team this year, and they were in it to the very last play. Okay? And I think they, this thing went back and forth in field goals. It was pathetic. It was terrible. I, I have no idea what what the hell happened to Winnipeg because they played absolute garbage football, uh, relying on Andrew Harris, who just did not come to perform. Yeah. He got a touchdown. Yeah. He got a couple of runs, but it wasn't, he was just not there. Uh, there was nothing happening. I don't know what Zach Caleros was just not playing good football to, in this game. Uh, you, you can't call it and say the Calgary Stampeders defense was, was wonderful because they, they were a little iffy. 
But this was not a well-played football game on either side of the ball for either team. My take on it. Uh, well, you go ahead first on this one. Tell me what you think of the Calgary Stampeders. I, I, I well, like your my, new quarterback. My, I knew your kid was doing pretty good. My take on it is just the opposite. I thought Calgary played well. I think Calgary has better receivers than Winnipeg. Um, on that particular night, they had a better quarterback than Winnipeg. Um, the vaunted defensive line for the Winnipeg Blue Bombers didn't have any sacks. Um, the Calgary defensive line, who nobody knows about, had two sacks, I think. Um, you but, know what? But the, look at the score. Well, it was boring. Yeah, but once again, once again, it comes down to the end of the game and a fucking kicker who missed a fucking field goal, okay? They should be banned from the league, okay, period. There should be no kickers in the CFL. He 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 missed. Okay. He was wasn't this Winnipeg? Didn't Winnipeg miss the kick and they got flagged for procedure or delay of time count? And he got another shot at it, and and then he he won the game on 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 a kick. It's kind of like the 2009 Grey Cup. Yes. I didn't know. Only in Calgary for that. I guess you can't decline that penalty, okay? So you they should have been able to five yards. Yeah, because Winnipeg would have won, or Calgary would have won if they had to decline that. But they yeah. didn't, oh, yeah. and then uh, the rest is history, as they say. So, but well, they got declined it because they blew the play dead. I know, You're but right. th- I was encouraged. No, don't go. It's your time. I I, I was encouraged by Winnipeg's quarterback because you know what. I think they probably have the best backup in the CFL right now. So, just saying. And the guy has only played two games in the CFL, and he threw for over 300 yards. So, you know, whatever. Um, What's his name? Jake Meyer? Meyer? Jake Mayer. Mayer, I think it is. I was really impressed with this kid over the last two weeks, Okay. He he has got a lot of poise. He stands up there. There's confidence. I even liked his interview. Yeah, well, he he, he interviewed like a professional, a seasoned professional. So you know what? I, I think Calgary's got got some some future there with him. But we'll see what happens. We'll see what they happens. Have to, it, they it, have to. They have to. They have to turn it around really fast. As in on Labor Day, they have to win. They have to go into Edmonton and they have to win, which is not an impossibility, okay? No. Because Edmonton's not, with, not that, Edmonton Edmonton's playing not the way that they good. No. But I'm scared to death that they're all going to get COVID from Edmonton and then they're going to have to cancel games, but who knows? <laughs> um, I'm just saying. I mean, uh, I don't I, – I, well, we'll talk about the Edmonton-Toronto game later because I think it's ridiculous that uh, – they're going to try and replay that game, so or play that game later. Yeah. So, but yeah. So Winnipeg. You know what? I watched the game with my buddy in the basement. Um, he was, of course, cheering for Winnipeg, and he doesn't know me that well because he almost got a bottle in the side of the head a couple of times. Okay, <laughs> but I, I I kept my cool. Um, on that 
on that play where, uh, what's his name, did the suplex thing on Calaris. My question is this. Why didn't they blow the whistle before he did that? Because he was in the grasp. They waited way too long. Right. He was in the grasp. Yeah. And if Rose had let go, Calaris would have thrown the ball. So, you know, I, 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 I absolutely agree that the second one where he hit Calaris high was a penalty. But the other one, I don't know why they didn't blow the whistle faster. Yeah. So. Yep. But whatever. Okay. And still, Mark, you know what? Got... I can say I can say whatever I want about Winnipeg, but bottom line is they still got the two points. That's all that matters. A win is a win. And Calgary's in the basement of the C of the Western Division. How? How? When was the last time that we could say that? When? Two years. I'm thinking, that's that's thinking years. I'm thinking that that's a couple of decades ago, isn't it? No, 2009, I think. Okay. 2001. That's a decade, like that. That's, a, that's that's two decades ago. <laughs> right? We're in the 20s. Nothing am, in the that, tens. That's amazing. That's amazing. Hey, what an organization! Holy fuck. Um, do you know uh, Owen? You know who I'm talking about here? Um, Owen Lee Sinclair. We're not Owen. Yeah, no, but you're not, not Owen. No, 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 no. This guy's name is really Owen. Uh, he's a Calgary Stampeder fan, uh, cowboy, uh, military, ex-military, or soon to be ex-military. Uh, do you know who I'm talking about? Okay. No. 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 Okay. Why? Was uh, the guy well, flapping about COVID online? No, 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 no. No, we were doing. No. Um, okay. I don't know what the fuck I was going to say now. I'm getting old. I forgot. I was too busy focusing on trying to find out whether, whether you can know who Owen was, and I forgot what Owen said. Something, something posted was really good. I think maybe I should go over there and find him. See what he posted. Never mind. Uh, okay. It, like Will said, a win is a win. Yeah, the, and your comment, Christopher, about Harris really not being much involved in the game. He only ran the ball 17 times, had a five, almost a five-yard average. This is Buck Pierce's offense. They're they're pass first. Even with Andrew Harris in the lineup, they're pass first. So that was the interesting thing. Um, Calaros didn't look great, but it doesn't help when you have over 60 yards in easy catches dropped over the middle. I was, I was going to mention that. I was going to mention that. Why is it that when you hit Winnipeg receivers in the hands with the ball, they can't catch it? Can you explain that to me? I have no idea. They, they had Winnipeg receivers suck? They had two promising drives snuffed out by easy drops. Those catches and maybe a couple more yards after that, you're in the least field goal range. So the score isn't indicative to the game. If the game had gone three more minutes, Calgary, they probably win. Um, But you only play 60. The penalties were the big thing for Calgary again. That's a really undisciplined team. 
which is unusual with Huffnagel and Dickinson. Yeah, well, it's because they're so young. That's why. Yeah, and that's the same thing in Winnipeg right now is a lot of Winnipeg's defensive backfield is injured. These guys, there's a bunch, there's three rookies in the backfield right now, and it's not like they were practice roster last year. These guys are brand new to the CFL. There's a couple of guys that I hope they're bringing in some other people because they're not very good. One is DeAndre, I think his first name is, Nichols. He spends the entire time chasing after everyone. Whatever. But, uh, no, it wasn't the best game. Two points is two points right now in the West. Um, that mayor kid looks really good. And the reason, Will, that the defensive line couldn't get him is he has a quick release. There was no holding on to that ball. Christopher, you made the comment about Calvillo. That's what this mayor kit looks like. The ball goes into his hand and it's out of his hand. That's a perfect way to do a young quarterback. Oh, and he has the right reads, too. Yep. I yep. mean, he, he, is, he is taking the read on the defense and being right. I, I, he's yeah, yeah but nobody really has that. They don't. They don't have that much film on him. So give it a couple of weeks. We'll see. Yeah. I don't even know if he'll be on the field in a couple of weeks. So. Yeah. I. It would be and a shame. it didn't help that. Is he going to be on Winnipeg the field was, on Labor Day? Yeah. Winnipeg was. I would have spent a lot so. of time in uh, a deep zone. So that just makes it easy. There's rarely guys right up on the line. So. They kind of got out coached too on that side of the ball, but uh, no, a win's a win though. Uh, if that's the shittiest game they play all season, and we get the two points out of it, I'm okay with that. I, so, I think you're very tomorrow. fortunate to take two points away from that the way that you guys played. I, I yeah, don't disagree. They still got two points. They hey, you know what? I think Dave Dickinson. Dave Dickinson, did you see? Did you see the trick play with the with the with the quarterback yes. catching the golf ball and then just yes. got blew up? Like you got nowhere. Are you fucking? Are you fucking stupid? Come on. <laughs> Jeez. Well, I'm surprised that he got blown up the way that he did. He didn't get what four or five yards out of it, six yards out of it, but which wasn't bad. Yep. But I, I, I'm shocked Winnipeg even defended that. Because they would never have expected that from Dave Dickinson. Never. Nobody. They didn't that need. From Dave they didn't need to defend it. They threw it three or four yards behind the line of scrimmage. scrimmage. There was nothing yep. to defend. It was virtually a running play. If he drops that pass, Winnipeg's in the end zone with a touchdown. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, because he. It was a forward pass. It wasn't a back pass. It was a forward pass. It wouldn't have been a fumble. Right. Oh, I guess not. Okay. No, no, you're right. No, it, it, it was a forward pass. But that being said, it was behind the – he did catch it behind the line of scrimmage. He did run for 12 yards, but only picked up six. So it wasn't defended. It was just thrown so far in the backfield. Yeah, he ran into the and backfield. Then, like said, and with that hit that kid took, that could have been the end of the CFL career. Dickinson's got to be smarter on that. 
Yeah, I just did, I did not expect that at all. Anyhow, um, so that was Steve the Calgary Dickinson Stampede. Steve Dickinson doesn't call trick plays. No, he does not. I sixteen Winnipeg Blue Bombers eighteen pathetic. Pathetic scores. Actually, they all have been this year. There's been no real blowout. I haven't seen a 40-point game. I haven't seen a, a, a high 30s. It's ridiculous. Uh, yeah, it's just been pathetic football so far. Uh, total score was 34. Winnipeg, Charles, you picked Winnipeg at 38. You got the 100 plus uh, 32 for being five off. Will, you picked Calgary. No points there, buddy. You went 47, which was 13 high. Uh, you did get 16 points for that, but that was pretty minimal. Uh, Mark, you took Winnipeg, 43 points. That was a little uh, aggressive. Uh, you got the 100, got 24. CJ picked 36 points on every game this week, uh, but I picked Calgary. So there's no points there. I got 38 points for because I was only off by two. Uh, so... How did we do this week? Uh, Mark, you picked up 392 points. Uh, You had all three games correct. Charles, you had all three games correct. You picked up 386 points. CJ, after Sparky's kafuff, ended up with 228 points. And uh, Will, uh, you got 70, buddy. Sorry. Uh, so the totals for the year, Mark is at 1364. Charles is a grand and 86. CJ's at 840, and Will is in the back at 714. Not that far away from CJ there. You could kind of catch up. I got to stop picking the same shit you do. That's my biggest problem. Um, and that's where we are. Next week we have the Labor Day games. We have Montreal in Ottawa, Winnipeg in Saskatchewan, Toronto in the Hammer. And Edmonton in Cowtown. Should be a good week of football. Uh, let's see who's going to win. I'm going to take uh, Montreal, Saskatchewan, Hamilton, and Calgary. Yeah, okay. All the home teams except Ottawa. Okay, so let's do this. Uh, where's my score sheet? The first game up is uh, Montreal into Ottawa. Pick your winner, pick your score. Charles. Okay, I got too much silence here. We lost Charles. Uh, How did that happen? Okay. Um, Will, go ahead. Just crashed. Uh, Um, Probably have to get him back some. I'm going to say uh, Montreal 30. Hang on, I got a Montreal by 30. No, Montreal. Montreal total score is 30. Okay. And Mark, what are you going to do here? Montreal by 30 might not be too far off. Um, I'm <laughs> no, that could that might be close. Yeah, I'll take Montreal. And I'll go. We'll get thirty. Uh, I'm gonna go twenty-six. Twenty-six. Okay. 
And uh, uh, where Charles is back in here. Charles, what do you got here on this game? This is Montreal, Ottawa. I don't know what happened. You got Will's big oh. fingers or something. Oh boy, uh, what a dog this game is. Um, <laughs> hmm. I'd almost be te- after because Montreal's look like crap. I'd almost be tempted to take Ottawa here just for the hell of it. But they're talking about playing Dominic Davis, so I'm sorry, I can't go with that. So I'm still going to pick Montreal, and I'm going to say 33. You're taking Montreal, and you're going 33. I'm going to take Montreal as well because I'm not stupid, and I'm going to pick. I'm going to stick with my 36. I think 36 has been a good good number for me. Uh, the second game. The second game is the Winnipeg Blue Bombers into Regina to play the Rough Riders of Saskatchewan. Uh, Charles, who you got in this game? Did we lose Charles again? No, sorry. forgot to take myself off of mute. Uh, We referenced it earlier. Winnipeg never plays well in this game when they're playing in in Montreal, uh, or excuse me, in Winnipeg on the Labor Day weekend. Uh, or Saskatchewan, I should say, Winnipeg playing in Saskatchewan on the Labor Day weekend. They never do well. In fact, they have a tendency of getting blown out in these games. So, yeah, I'm I'm going to have to go with the Green Riders on this one. They're undefeated. I'm going to take the uh, Riders to win this one, uh, and I'm going to go 42 points. William, danger says it is. Um. You hate them both Winnipeg right now. 45. Winnipeg 45. 45. Mark, what are you going to do here? I'm still flip-flopping between reality and a homer pick, but I'm going to stay with reality. I'm going to go Saskatchewan 47. And CJ will take the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, and I'm going to go with 36 points. Sparky says I don't put enough thought into my picks that, that Mark – thinks too much or, or a lot more on his picks. I disagree. Mark just pulls numbers out of his ass, just like the rest of us. So, um, 100% correct. <laughs> yeah. And, and Sparky says he does a lot of calculations and math and complex formulas to come up with his scores and he's barely beating you. <laughs> I'm going, how could you fucking do any of any of that? Who cares what this? Never mind. Just, just not possible. Third game of the week is the Toronto Argonauts into Hamilton at Timbit Field. Uh, this is another. I, I love the way you describe. Actually, the Montreal Ottawa game, Charles, you called it a dog. Yeah. I, that's insulting to canines. Yep. Okay. I, I think I personally, I, I, I hold my dogs in higher esteem than both of these football teams. Okay. Fair enough. So this Toronto Hamilton game is not going to be any better. Uh, I don't know. I think these teams are better than the other two. It's marginal though. It's not substantially better. Uh, no. 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 Uh, okay. No. Who are you taking here? Uh, this one, 
I think Hamilton might be starting to get their groove. They really needed that win last week that they got. Um, so that might be uh, giving them some confidence. Although Toronto didn't look terrible last time they played. They, I guess they had the bye last week. Well, the unplanned bye. Uh, but the week before, they uh, they actually had a pretty impressive win against Winnipeg. Um but I still think Hamilton in this one. I think this one could actually be a very good game, to be honest. I, I don't think this is much. I don't think this is nearly as bad as Montreal Ottawa. So I'll take. Um, I'm going to take Hamilton in this one with uh, 48 points. You you do know that no team has scored 48 points this year. In fact, there's a lot of games where both teams combined didn't score 48 points. In fact, there's team, there's games that both teams combined it's, it's, it's didn't score 30 score. points. It's a combined score, Christopher. I know that. Oh, okay. My bad. Yeah. <laughs> it, it is a combined score. What an idiot. And I think okay. we're finally going to start to be getting to the um, – to the point where offenses are finally going to get into a rhythm. I figured with no tr- with no preseason, it was going to take three and f- three to four weeks for offenses to really start rolling. So I think we're kind of getting to that point where g- we're going to start seeing offenses tighten up and get better. So the the highest combined score this this season's been sixty two points. The next one was fifty three and fifty. So there's only been three games above fifty points. Let that one stick in. William, pick your poison. Yes. Um, Toronto 43. Toronto 43. Mark? Hamilton 34. Hamilton 34. And CJ is going with Hamilton, and I'm going with 36 points. Okay. And the last game of the Labor Day long weekend is in Alberta. It is the Edmonton Elks traveling south to Calgary for the first, I kind of like throw up in my mouth when I said that, uh, playing the Calgary Stampeders. Uh, Edmonton never wins this game. It's kind of like the Winnipeg into Saskatchewan. Edmonton never wins in Calgary. This could be their week, their year. This could be their year, the way that Calgary's playing. Uh, Charles, who are you going to take here? Well, for the first time in a long time, this is a battle of the bottom feeders. <laughs> um, <laughs> it is. True story. Neither one, of the team, neither one of these teams have played well. Edmonton's got COVID. Uh, I don't know if Foley by Mitchell is going to come back and try and pr- – uh, try and play this week, but all I know is that a broken leg doesn't heal in two weeks. Um, yeah, I'm, I, so, I don't know about. Hang on, Charles. Charles, hang on. I don't know about you guys out there. Do you, can you hear what Charles is saying? Yes. Yes. We got a signal coming up about it. Can, what? You can hear him well, can you? Because he sounds like a harpsichord yeah. to me. No, I can hear him. You can hear him. Okay, that's my bad. I'm sorry to inter- interfere, Charles. Go ahead. I'll just pretend I don't hear this. Don't worry. Let me get my harp accord back out. Um, yes. 
So anyway, huh. I just uh, I just think uh, this one's a, a kind of a tough one because neither team is playing all that well. Uh, but I am going to go with Calgary in this one for the simple fact that just like you said there and just like we talked about with the last game, Edmonton never does well in Calgary on Labor Day. No matter what, I don't remember the last time I, the Eskimos won in Calgary on Labor Day. This is a team coming off of a, an injury, or not an injury, but a COVID outbreak. So I don't know how healthy these guys are, and even if they are, I'm not exactly sure how in shape these guys are because these guys have just started practicing, I think, today uh, after being off for like 10 days. So uh, that's really only giving them like three practices before, um, well, maybe four, I guess. But that's going to be a lot less. My dog started barking. I'm going to pick uh, Calgary, um, 39 points. Okay, William. Calgary. 36. Fuck off. It's my number. Okay. Mark? Just because everybody's going to take Calgary, I'll take Edmonton 38. Okay, and I'm taking Edmonton with 36 because Will took my pick. So I'm not going to pick the same as Will because he's losing. So the Edmonton Elks are going to go. And now, okay, so we, that's a wrap on all of this. I'm not even going to do, review it for Sparky because it, it's irrelevant. He, he, he pays attention. Sometimes he's drunk, but he does kind of pay attention. So um, we'll just watch that one happen go away. Question for you. How many confirmed COVID cases were there on the Edmonton Elks? That was 14. Is that 14, correct? I believe 14. 14. 14. Yes. How? Okay. And they've been in a 10-day isolation. Now they get to come out and practice three, four times before the Labor Day game. How long does this COVID shit sound? What was that? Okay, these guys have COVID. Are they miraculously all better? What it is, is from what I've understood, because I've known a couple of people that have had it, is that they say typically after 10 days, was it first 14, but then I think the the Center for Disease Control kind of made an adjustment to 10 days. So they said that after about 10 days, uh, after your first symptomatic, that uh, you were no longer considered contagious. Is that was my understanding? Right, but that doesn't mean that you're better. No, that's true. So no, are they these guys said if anybody was really sick? Nobody right. was really sick. They haven't said if anybody was. No, they didn't. Um, so, I think so, the closest they came was the coach said something. What did he say today? I think I posted it on Let's Talk, but um, it was something to the effect of everybody gets it a little different, and we're just trying to make sure everybody's healthy. So he learned from uh, from O'Shea how to not say anything but actually say words. 
Yeah, from what I said, that there's going to be a couple of players that are going to miss because they're still dealing with issues, but they didn't say how many or what kind of issues. Yeah. So who knows? We might see a bunch of backups in for Edmonton. Wow. Okay. So we've got three posts on this Let's Talk CFL uh, Facebook group that have been uh, reported, okay? that This is where uh, other members can report the contents because they don't like them. They don't like the contents. So we have uh, one person who has reported a con... It, it, there seems to be a, a discussion going on under this Kerry Brian Clooney. And uh, Marty McDonald oh. says, Todd, how else do we get through to these crayon-eating people? And it got reported. Uh, is this a comment that we should keep, or should we remove this comment? Because I actually think it's kind of can someone can someone can someone explain to me what crayon eating people are? <laughs> no, I'm not going to. Could you? Could you, you you've made reference to them several Thanks. times lately, Will. Can you message me on what they're talking about? Uh, I'd actually have to go and look at the post. Um, but the, the original comment was uh, Brian, uh, Kiri Brian Clooney put out, and it was re- his original comment was, was reported as well. And it was uh, CFL needs to put their foot down. All teams that have players not vaccinated should immediately release. I've been vaccinated before training camp starts. CFL needs to stay on top of this and do a better job. Okay, so let's just completely throw out the Canadian Charter of Rights and Freedoms. Completely throw it out because what the hell does this country need a constitution for when we should just dictate what people put into their body? Because, yeah, exactly. We might as well just go back to Nazi Germany here. So, um, although I don't just, I, I don't, do not believe that this comment should have been reported. I, 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 I cannot believe it <laughs> understands this. And I think that that's how this crayon eating person got. Anyhow, uh, no, it's just, I, Charles, do you have any comments on this? You're you're the admin that take, is in charge of this. <laughs> I, I don't. I didn't know if you knew that or not because I just kind of anointed you that. But. No, I got in charge. Uh, thanks for that. Um, <laughs> are are we going to keep the crayon eating people comment? Because I think so. I like it. Whether we like it or not, Facebook is going to flag that. Again. Yeah, they are. That's why I'm thinking think, we should remove it because it's going to get flagged. What, the cranny, I don't know if that's actually bad. Is that? Oh, it, we might not think it's bad. You might not think it's bad. Facebook, uh, some of the stuff that they that they flag is is absurd, borderline absurd. But they, they did. Look, look to tell you how absurd some of these uh, social. Media, I know. I know. Um, I know how bizarre it is. Well, I was on Instagram, and there was a post up there about what the funniest movie ever made was. So I suggested the movie Dumb and Dumber. I really liked that movie. I thought it was a funny movie. 
it got, I got a warning that it was that my post was similar to other posts that had been removed because I guess it had the the uh, the uh, words dumb and dumber in it and thinking that I was actually referring to the person and it said that my uh, post may be removed for violation of rules. That's how tedious yeah. some of these uh, social media. I know. Well, um, I, I, I agree with you. Okay, and they have these catchwords yeah. that they they kind of they that they have an algorithm that looks for these certain words, and I I don't know if crayon eating people together in one sentence would be something they've got in there because crayon is not an offensive word, and if you look at eating people, I I don't think cannibal is part of this, so I I don't know if these three words are going to get flagged. And the us. They probably reported it to Facebook too. Which then it will get more than flagged. It exactly. will remove it. It'll just get removed and we'll get it another will get kick against it. And we'll get another warmer warning. <laughs> well let me remind you guys. You can of get something. worms if you want. I I prefer not to. Let me remind you guys of something. Charles, the Dumb and Dumber reference, my grandson did tell me once upon a time that you're not allowed to say stupid because that's very offensive, okay? okay? He told me there's two words there's two words you're not allowed to say, Charles, and he was 100% serious, and the first word was stupid, and the second word was fucker, okay? <laughs> so you can't, really? use, you can't use those two words, Okay. I'm assuming he heard you watching a football game. No, he was driving with his aunt, and his aunt got cut off, and she said, "Stupid fucker." Okay, so. (laughs) (laughs) You're not allowed to use those two words, especially in the same sentence. and wait, he was so serious, it was scary, okay? We were sitting having a meal, and he told me that, and I almost spit my food across the table, okay? Because I was trying not to laugh. Because he was so serious, it was scary, okay? Oh, God. I, 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 I think an idiot, you're not allowed to call people idiots. I think that would be a bad one, too. But crayon-eating people, I kind of like it. It's, got, it's creative. It's a little artsy. I don't know. What do you think? You want to keep it? I want to keep it. You tell me, okay. Charles. You're, you're the boss on this one. Keep it. I, I, that's fine. I've seen worse. Whatever. I, I want to see if it gets flagged. It's humorous. It is. Okay, now, uh, CFL needs to put their this, – this post was uh, reported. I don't see a reason to remove it, although I completely disagree with it. I think the guy's being a moron, but I'm, I have to keep it just because there's 49 comments on it. Uh, the next uh, – we had uh, Brant Robertson created a, an option poll, and it was Edmonton versus Calgary – which Labor Day matchup will you be most excited for? Let me know below. And this was yeah, reported. Yeah, I thought that one. I thought that was kind of funny. I don't know why that got reported. He was, maybe, I, he was what, just what's trying the to matter be humorous. With it? What was the big deal? Oh, because oh, I'm trying to pull this thing up right now, but uh, we get that here? a lot. 
we get a lot of those kind of posts reported. I don't know why. Yeah, I don't. I don't know either. Um, it was just a poll, and I'm trying to find this poll here. He was the Liberty, and he had some comedic things at the bottom that was just trying to uh, kind of just kind of joke choices in here. But uh, I cannot find the postal for Brant Robertson. That's who did it. Let me see. I just I'll search his name up. Because I know he put uh, which of the CFL Labor Day um, games are you most looking forward to. And I think someone else might have already deleted it because I can't find the post anymore. Well, no, it, it couldn't have been deleted there. It wouldn't have come up to me just now. Hmm. Yeah, I'll go most recent. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I can't find it anymore. Huh. Okay. But I didn't think there was any. I don't know why that got reported. Uh, anyway, well, since since we're cruising through the thing here, I need to uh, do something on our uh, podcast here. It's a big shout out to our fellow admin uh, Phyllis Jesperson on her birthday today. I uh, just had to do that. It was today, right? Yep, I'm not doing this. It was I'm not doing this well, from yesterday. Yeah. Technically, it was yesterday where she yesterday. lived because she lived in Hamilton, where it's now after midnight. Right. But right. for us, yes. it's still today. Yes. It's still today. That's good. Don't yes. don't confuse me. It's not like she's in Australia or something like that. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I really don't understand why this post this thing would have got. Um, banned. I found it, Charles. It's here. Okay. And it says, which Labor Day matchup will you be most excited for? Let me know below. We did Saskatchewan, Winnipeg, Hamilton, Toronto versus Hamilton, Edmonton versus Calgary, Montreal versus Ottawa, and BC versus the Atlantic Schooners. And uh, I, how, how can it get reported? I just I, I don't get it. I don't know who would have had a problem with it. I don't get it. No, it, it ab- absolutely is a legitimate question. It's football related. It's got nothing to do with COVID. It's not offensive. Somebody reported it. I, I'm not going to say anything. Okay, so be it. Let's move on with our schedule here. Okay, this is an uh, interesting topic. Uh, this Jacob Ruby, former Edmonton Elks player, uh, uh, starting left guard, so an important position. Uh, and he's a Canadian. He's a national player. And... It, it was reported that he um, falsified some documents to say that he had been vaccinated, and that was complete fabrication by Dave Naylor. That the only thing that this guy did was when asked, he he had stated that he had been vaccinated. When they asked for proof of it, he couldn't provide it. They suspended him because, for CFL protocol, and then they released him. Uh, 
this is kind of important because they were in the middle of a COVID outbreak in the Edmonton locker room. And when one of your players is telling you that he has been vaccinated and he hasn't, there's, uh, I can understand emotions being a little high on this. The one thing that I don't understand is that the people who are unvaccinated at this time, it's a personal choice. And most people who have not been vaccinated have done it for very good reasons. And they usually know those reasons. And they're not embarrassed about them. In fact, a lot of people are screaming it from the rooftops. So why would you lie and say that you were stupid when you're not? Oh, sorry. Did I say that? That that was bad of me. I shouldn't have done it. Um, Stupid fucker. Why, why, why would you lie? Why would, I don't understand why anybody who is right now not getting vaccinated would turn around and say that they were. I I absolutely wouldn't do it. Absolutely would not do it. Can you answer that? Anybody? Charles? No, because it's pointless to lie. Absolutely. Especially if you can't prove it. It's one thing yeah, to lie and then no have a, an actual fake document that is looks real. But when you don't have any Charles documents... Charles posted the best just, fake document I've ever seen. Who does? I thought that was funny. Charles posted a fake document on the Let's Talk yeah. CFL page. It's one of the best fake documents oh, I've the, ever the, seen. The one from uh, the Las Vegas Posse? Yes. Yes. You didn't. You didn't do that. That was actually the Las Vegas Posse. No. Pasted yeah. that right. He's, that's one of the best I've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I've been back. You know, it, it it's one of these things that you know what. It's a personal choice between you. And and, and and possibly even your doctor, but it's your choice one way or the other. Right. And it's nobody's fucking business but you. Okay? It, it, to me, it, it, it rates, have you been vaccinated? Have you been circumcised? Oh. Have you had a vasectomy? I mean, those are all very similar oh. questions in my book, oh, right? Hey, I, I, I wouldn't answer those questions. If somebody asked me, I wouldn't answer to any of those questions. Would you? See? I've just proved a point there. It, it's a personal thing. Shut up. Leave me alone. The elephant in the room with this whole thing, though, is Ambrosi banning him from signing with any other team. We haven't got to that yet, and I want to love that. Absolutely. How is that possible? Why has the CFLPA not lost their shit over this? Absolutely lost their shit. This is a veteran player. You cannot do that. That is discrimination of the highest level. It has opened the door to a lawsuit 
of biblical proportions for this guy. He is going to win against the CFL. And we should file against Dave Nader for his lies about falsifying no, documents. No, because Naylor came out with a retraction right away. It doesn't matter. You still said it. You can, who you cannot unsay words. That doesn't work. You said it. You've deflamed his. No, no, you can't do it. You can't do it. The retraction is wonderful, but it doesn't make it right. You don't make shit up like that. It's the media's job. It's not the media's job. The media's job is to report the truth, not fabricate. He was given what he thought was the truth or anything else. It's to report the truth. Do you not remember Walter Cronkite? And that's the way it was. Um, Hasn't Walter Cronkite been dead for 35 years? Probably. But that's what the news is supposed to do. It's supposed to report what happened, and then you get to decide whether or not it was good. It's not 18 talking heads telling you what you should think. That's the problem with society right now is no longer do people have the ability for critical thought. They're dumbing down society by spoon-feeding what you ever watch TV. The only commercials I ever get to watch are in a football game, and if I had a PBR, I would get rid of them. Jack Ruby should not have lied. The Saskatchewan Elks should not have released him because of that. The Edmonton Elks. Ed, sorry, Edmonton Elks should not have released say, who is him because of that. Elks? Yeah, well, he's, he should. He's, and then Randy Ambrosi shouldn't have prevented him from going to place at Saskatchewan. Because that's who would have picked him up. There's a lot of lot of fucking mistakes in this last few hours regarding this. It's just it's not right. And I really, really, really hope that he's getting a good lawyer. And it will be about fucking time that people get slapped for some stupid things that they say. We have a chart. We have a constitution for a reason. The government's going to have to start obeying it. Did you see the thing today that uh, Trudeau's um, meet and greet with the society uh, got canceled due to safety reasons? That the angry he said, "I've never seen a crowd that angry." Where the fuck you been for the last few years? Living in a bubble? You have no idea what you've done to this country? Well, no, but there's been there's been a number of incidents where little Pierre Jr. hasn't even got off the bus because he's scared for his safety. Okay, and 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 people, he should. And people are outside doing the famous chant that is becoming very familiar. And what is the chant? Do you know what the chant is? No, I'm not watching the news. 
<laughs> it's fuck off Trudeau, okay? Oh. It's rather funny, okay? I almost want to go to one of these things just so that I can chant it. But interestingly enough, the Conservatives are up in the polls in Ontario, so that's something that's encouraging. It is, it is. But there's so many people right now that are saying that that the the conservatives are, are are literally right facing liberals. That the only true vote out there, conservative vote out there is the PPP is the PPC. I happen to agree with them, but if we split the right vote, we're guaranteeing Trudeau's majority. Yep. So Although Max Bernier is probably the better choice, he doesn't have a hope in hell in this country right now. He does not. Anyways, isn't this a football podcast? Yeah, yeah. we're talking football, aren't we? Oh, a little politics. Okay. Well, uh, you know okay. what? I'd like to know. Go ahead. Well, I'm asking you, Will. Did Jack, should Jack Ruby yeah. have been released from Edmonton? And should Randy Ambrose ban him from playing in the CFL? Well, like you said, um, there should be a lawsuit because how could you do that? And how yeah. come and how come the players union wasn't all over that? You know what I mean? You see, I, I think COVID has caused such a such a separation, I would assume, in dressing rooms about guys that are vaccinated and guys that aren't vaccinated. And I'm sure it's causing some problems. When and and of course the media is promoting it and now I look at the CFL and they're promoting it as well. I mean, is this guy the first the first person ever to lie to his team about anything? I bet you not. Oh fuck no. Okay, so I mean I, I would think that most teams wouldn't touch the guy anyways, but you never know. You never know. So I mean, my biggest question is, if if Edmonton had 14 cases, and I just read an article that says that Edmonton will be keeping some key players out of the lineup, but they're not going to announce that until Saturday when they have to declare their roster, because some guys are sick and some guys are not sick. But my question is, if... Edmonton had 14 positive cases and Toronto had zero. How come Toronto didn't get the two points? Well, because it's been postponed, not canceled. Well, I know that, but why was it postponed? Because they they want to believe that they can play it again. But obviously Toronto is doing everything they have to do. Okay. To play games the other team should be held accountable in my mind. 
100% agree. 100%. You should never postpone a game because one team can't make it. It's no different than if the Edmonton Elks couldn't get to McMahon Stadium on Labor Day because they missed the bus or the bus broke down. Right. You for- right. It's been that way the entire uh, history of the I CFL. Mean- I mean, if Toronto had COVID cases, I could, I'd be okay with them postponing it. But Toronto didn't have any COVID cases. Just Edmonton no. had COVID cases. Toronto should have got the two points. And that's just my reasoning. So I agree. So, you know, what can I say? I don't know. Mm-hmm. The, the, the Edmonton-Toronto game should have been canceled, forfeited. Toronto should have won by one point, one to zero. They should get the two points, and we should move on. That's what should I have agree. happened. Postponing this to the future and ending up having to do it in the future is it, it, nothing good to anybody. No. What they're going to try and sh- they'll try and shoehorn an extra game in down the road when teams won't have enough rest, they won't have enough break, and that's when injuries happen. It's just it's stupid. Forfeit the game and move on. I'm great, and I'm okay with all the and I'm okay with all the players who have po- who had positive tests don't get a game check. I'm okay with that. Why? Because they have to be held accountable. Why? What do you mean, why? I'm asking you why. Well, I mean, we because we don't know everything, okay, there are protocols in place. If the players broke the protocols, and that's how they ended up with positive COVID tests, then they should okay. be held accountable. It's that simple. Okay. The first Edmonton Elk to test positive of COVID-19 was Sir Vincent Rogers, who was double vaccinated. So this person who somehow came up with COVID, came up with the first symptoms of COVID, came up with the first positive test of COVID, Okay, was a double vaccinated person. He became a super spreader and infected his team. Okay, the majority but you of don't the people know that. Were, you don't know but that. that. That's exactly what we go back in history. We know exactly who with the first that the, the alpha was here. It was Sir Vincent Rogers. We know that because he was the first Edmonton elk to test positive. So he's the one that broke protocol first, then probably. Possibly. They have to be held accountable, like Will said. No, you said, Will said the unvaccinated ones have to be held accountable. No, I did. I I never used unvaccinated in there whatsoever. No. He said the one with positive tests. But but how can you, how is that their problem? How how can you, I, I don't understand how that's possible. Like I said, we don't know everything. 
They should investigate to make sure everybody followed protocol. And if they didn't follow protocol, then they should assume that's how they got COVID or a positive test. Just because you have a positive test doesn't mean you have COVID. You know that, right? Yep. Just means that you have the antibodies. Well, yeah, but it's just, but once again, this goes back to the whole bullshit of everything involved with COVID and, and I don't even want to go down that road right now. So, Okay. I, there's no good answer. This is not a clean situation. There's not cut and dry. There's no, it's not black and white, left and right here. Uh, this is so fucking gray, it's ridiculous. Uh, there's no solution to this. I don't understand what it is, other than the fact that Edmonton should have lost the goddamn game. They couldn't field a team. If you can't field a team, you can't play. If you can't play, you lose. Toronto should have won this one. I don't Which think anybody's going to argue with that. Yeah. Nope. And I'm going to just chime in there on Jacob Ruby. And personally, my opinion is, I'm sorry, you lied, you got caught. If they want to cut you, they can cut you. You got caught lying to your employer? You're go- you, there are consequences. And it's when he lied, there are consequences. Sorry, it, it happens. It happens every day, not just in football, in any industry. If you're caught lying to your employer on a situation like that, you're going to get nailed. You just are. It's just the way the world works. So I'm sorry, it sucks, but that's how it is. I'm not sure I'm all that thrilled with the, the, the whole thing about nobody else being able to sign him, that might be overstepping your bounds somewhat, although they did do a similar thing with Johnny Manziel for obviously different reasons. Okay, Charles. Yeah? I'm going to ask you a question for a second. Lying to your employer is a terminatable offense, is what you're saying? Depending on the situation, depending on what it's about. Okay. Like, if you lied to your employer, in this case, he lied to their employer, and it was a safety hazard for the remainder of his team. Wow. So at that that point... that's That's a stretch. Yes and no. Because they're thinking one thing when the opposite is true. But the thing is... He's and he union. lied multiple times. He's in a union. He's in a union. There's no way in hell that a union uh, employee can get fired for lying to their employer. Multiple times? That doesn't matter. It's not a fireable offense. The, the union will back him up. He'd get his job back. You can be released for... Uh, poor performance, but I don't think anybody can say that that, that about him because he was actually doing his job quite effectively. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, as an employer or previous <clears throat> employer, I believe that we should fire, be able to terminate people for uh, various reasons. Uh, one of them would be lying. 
one of them is it, the simple fact is it's not. You can't do it. But this is not just a lie. This is a lie regarding a pandemic that has killed four million people. And I'm sorry, there are protocols in place that they had to work with the government. They had to work with it just to be able to get on the field. And this guy is basically thumbing his nose on it. There are people saying that Jacob Ruby shouldn't even have to tell him whether he's vaccinated or not. That's not correct. Right. It's a safety thing. Uh, no, it's uh, not. Uh, you have it, it, no bullshit. The, no, no, no. Being vaccinated that, is not mandatory. It's not mandatory. It's not Cheryl. mandatory, but you got to tell them that's not mandatory. But you got to at least let your employer know, especially when you're in a physical thing where you're exercising around guys. You've got to be able to know when you can or can't. Yeah, but you're Chris, assuming if the vaccine can actually make the fucking difference. Pardon? It's in the return to play protocol, Krista. Right. Exactly. The only yeah. reason they're allowed to fucking play is if they follow the fucking rules. How is that so hard to understand? Right. right. Nobody, nobody is forcing the players to be. So does, if he had they turned around and said, I am not vaccinated, it wouldn't have made a difference. It would have, because at least he's telling them the truth, and they know this already. It, they wouldn't have come with that. But it wouldn't have made a difference. It wouldn't. It, I understand that he lied, to, and, and he shouldn't have done that. 100%. Okay? I'm not arguing that. Mm-hmm. I'm not disputing that. But if he had just said, I'm unvaccinated, what difference would it have made to the protocol? They, because they, if you he would have been if they hit 85% of the players being vaccinated, if there is an outbreak, they don't lose their game. They still get paid. So, yeah, it's fucking Oh, huge. so now it's about money. It's not about safety. You've just, you've just, okay? It's no longer about safety, which is what Charles was ranting about. It's now about money. It's about following the return to play protocol. No, it's, it's not, in the because it doesn't matter whether or not protocol. you're vaccinated or not. On that team, it does not matter. To return to work, it does not matter if you're vaccinated or not. If, if every single one of those players was unvaccinated, they would have still gone through the same protocol. If every one of them was vaccinated, they would still have gone through the same protocol. Nothing changes whether you're vaccinated or not. It's not, okay, we got to go 14 days instead of 10 days because most of us are unvaccinated. No, there's no difference. There's no difference in the return to play protocol whether or not the players are vaccinated. What he said is irrelevant. The only thing that it does is depends on whether or not they get a paycheck. Now we're talking about money. We're not talking about safety. We're not talking about following rules. We're not talking about anything that is an emotional subject. We're now talking about very cold money. Am I wrong? You're 50-50 at best. You take everything right down a straight line. That's not life, Christopher. That's not unions, Christopher, especially sports unions. In the ret- it's all listed in the return to play protocol. How is that so hard to get through your fucking head? Mark, 
please tell me what the return to play protocol is. Please. It's about a thousand pages long. Okay. And please tell me what the difference it, it makes to whether or not what percentage of your players are vaccinated or not. That because I know it doesn't. Money. That's why I said 50-50. It, it's it's only about money. No, it's, it's not, not about anything else. It's also a workplace safety and health thing. No, it's not. No, it's not. Absolutely not. The thing is, because you can't, you can't stop a person from playing football if they're unvaccinated. They were trying to. They're, they they stopped him no, from playing didn't. because he lied to them. Oh, but that's different. That's not because he was unvaccinated. Because there's well, other players on that team that are unvaccinated. He wasn't the there only are work- one. There are workplaces right now around the world where you have to fill out a form before you can actually attend work saying, are you feeling sick? Have you been exposed to someone? You have to fill out a form every day before you go in. 100%. I don't don't have a problem with that. And they expect you to be truthful on that. And and you should be. Right. And so should they take take, And they take your temperature. Well, not some places do, some places don't. But so should Jacob Ruby. He's telling his employer, the Eskimos, yes, I'm vaccinated. But when no. he lies about it, it's a trust factor. No, it would be, it would be a, a problem if he felt sick or he had a fever or he had a cough and he said, no, I do not. That would be a concern to me. Because now you're possibly but, putting people at risk. But the thing is, it's been proven over and over again that vaccinated people spread the disease faster than unvaccinated, or excuse me, unvaccinated it, it, people spread the correct. disease You're correct. You're 100% correct on the right. first time, Charles. So Because vaccinated that's people he, no, spread it faster. No, that's not true. But w- when a player goes in <laughs> yes, and is. he tells a va- when he tells his employer that he's vaccinated and he's lying to them, at that point, it's a trust thing. And that's what Jacob Ruby did. And that's why Edmonton cut him, because he lied to them on this subject. If he had been truthful right from the very start, he would not have gotten released. This whole thing with Ambrosi putting the thing out that no other team can sign him, that's the thing. But once you lie, it's a trust matter, especially when we're in a pandemic where this, this disease spreads. So this is the whole thing. Charles, you're correct. Yes. Right. You're correct. Don't tell me it's a safety thing. Well, I still think it's a safety thing, too. It's not a safety because, thing. It's a trust thing. It's about money. All right. We'll just go with that. I, I don't want to argue about this anymore. Whatever. William. Yes? Speak up. I was just enjoying the conversation. I know you were. I... I I don't understand. I don't understand why he bothered lying. That's my point. Okay, if if play football either way. Yeah. Right. So he didn't I'm gonna, need to lie. I, that's correct. I'm going to crack that up to just a dumbass football player. Okay. Hundred percent. I don't know. I, I don't know why he lied, because you didn't have to lie, because you can play either way. 
Maybe he lied because he didn't want pressure from his teammates. I don't know. It's hard to say. It doesn't matter why he lied. He lied. And that's what I'm saying. And if you lie to your employer, there's going to be consequences. If I go in and lie to my employer, they could fire me for it. If a guy working at McDonald's lies to his boss and something goes wrong, if he's lying about taking – if he the money's short in the register and they said, did you take it? Well, that's, and that's he lies to that's, 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 that's kind of extreme. But, yeah, but any time right. you go to an employer and you're caught in a lie, especially one to do with a pandemic, uh, you're going to get yourself into some hot water. And I, I don't have a problem with Jacob Ruby getting released. He lied and he got caught. He's also going but to win I the do, wrongful dismissal. I, but, I, but I do have a problem with them banning him from the league. Massive. Because, because in reality, every team probably has their own separate employee manual or whatever you want to call it. I have a problem with them banning him from the league. I'm pretty sure no other team would touch him anyways. But... Hmm? He should have that option. He should have that option. Yeah, though that part I don't disagree with. Anyways, I think we've beat that thing to death. Yeah. I don't doubt that. Okay. Now let's go have fun. So okay. we have this this player, okay? Yeah. And 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 he he's a bit of a princess, okay? And he oh, here he, gets, we go. He, gets, okay. he gets hurt. He gets hurt in a game and then he comes back and he plays a whole nother game and then announces that he's got a broken leg. <sighs> okay. And then everybody says he's such a such a man. Well, I'm sorry. Nobody plays on a broken leg. It doesn't. I don't. Care. You don't go and play football. It's a physical game. Okay. So they 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 put him on a six game injury list. And two weeks later. Two weeks later. We all know that a bone takes at least six months, six weeks to heal, right? Because that's always how long you got your cast on. It's on for six weeks. So two weeks later, they pull him off the injury list and activate him for playing again. So either he's the super fastest fucking healer and the toughest motherfucker that you've ever met, or there was nothing wrong with this little princess and he just couldn't handle the fact he was getting his ass wiped all over the field. That's yeah, my take okay. on you this. Do, do, do you want to you want to stick with that because that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard of in my life? Okay, so two things, two things. I know this from personal experience. My wife walked around with a broken leg and didn't know it. Okay, and she eventually healed. But there's there is she has an x-ray and it clearly shows that she broke her leg same bone as bo levi mitchell okay okay and did she go play a game of football no and i'm not i'm not saying that she's a high level athlete but but and in reality (laughs) if you think about the second 
in reality, if you think about the second game he played in, he really didn't play in that game, okay? Um, remember four interceptions and uh, yada da yada da yada da. I was going to say, that was a BC game, thing, and he was horrible in that game. That is correct. And the second thing He's is... He's been horrible all I year. Broke the, I broke the big bone in my leg... And I was doing physio. I was doing physio on it after two weeks. Hmm? So I, I, I'm just saying. I'm not on mute. I know. And and understand something. If he is, uh, if he is well enough to practice, he's not allowed to practice when he's on the six-game injured list. So maybe that's why they took him off. They took him off for why? Because you're not allowed to practice if you're on the injured list. Correct. Okay, so that's probably why they took him off, so he could start practicing. He's got a broken leg. I would assume. Well, obviously, we're all assuming it was a broken leg because we don't believe it. Right. Because I was going to say, because well, when you said walking around on it and even doing physiotherapy is way different than playing an actual football game. Absolutely it is. Absolutely it is. But, but why else do you think they would have said that and done that? Give me a reason why. I'm, I'm not waiting. sure. I don't know. Okay. I don't have an answer to that. Chris, Christopher and your, and your pussy theory doesn't cut. It doesn't cut water, okay? So they, what would be the reason they would do that? Would take him off the sixth game? Put him on the sixth game and say he had a broken leg. Uh, but why he does some of this stuff? Uh, he, he's just a, he, he's got a hurt ego. I'll, 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 he oh broke his God. ego. I don't mind that. No, one. no, Maybe no. That, no. Is, come is, up, that, is come that a sixth game? Come up with a... <laughs> Come up with legitimate reasons. Because he's reason. been playing not, like shit all, all year, okay? And, and, and not Christopher's not Christopher's uh, butt hurt thing because he really loves Bill Levi deep down. So. <sighs> I, I, think I, can't, I, I, le- I have no answer to that. Reason. Okay, I know there's not because there is no legitimate reason. Other than what they're saying, then there's no legitimate reason no for them taking him off the six-game list two weeks later. There isn't one. Yes, there there's is, because now, because now he can practice. I, I, I'm I'm happy for you being in your little world. I love it. <sighs> What does that mean? Okay. I mean, if he's healthy enough and, to practice, and, he should be healthy enough to play in the game. If he's not healthy enough to play on the game, he probably shouldn't be practicing. Hundred um, percent. Game speed, game speed, and practice speed are completely different things. If he can game practice football, then he can play football. I don't care what you're saying. Okay? And, he should still be on the contact sixth game. And practice contract are two different things. Okay. Um, Right now, they're not really hurting at quarterback, as far as I'm concerned. No, why would they do this? Why wouldn't they so, let this kid play? So, well, they're still going to let him play. 
I, I don't know. It makes zero sense. Okay. But it makes zero sense the other way either. So what? Just saying. That he's got a broken leg and they take him off the sixth game? How's that logical? That is correct. <laughs> but your How's theory that, that he doesn't have a but your theory that he doesn't have a broken leg has no legs either. So why would they put him on the practice or on the on the injured list if he didn't have a broken leg? Come on. No idea. Maybe. Either put on the list or leave him on the list. You, you can't can't go back and forth on this. It, it, his legs are maybe, broken or it's maybe, not. You know what? Maybe it's John Huffnagel and he's and he's scheming so that he's got more room on the uh, on the. Uh, on the salary cap, maybe that's it. That could be it. Well, that would make sense, but then not you, you yeah. don't gain that back if you take him off the sixth game early. Yeah, but you still get to use some games. No, you don't. No, you don't. If I you come you back do. early, you, you no. If you come, no, my understanding you do is not. if you come back early, you don't get any cap. Okay, okay, okay. I believe you guys. You don't have to. You don't have to jump up and down. I believe you guys, okay? I wasn't aware of it, so yeah, I guess that's no, not no. a theory either. So so tell on. me why they put – tell me what the reason was. They put him on the injured list if he didn't have a broken leg. Well, come up with an idea. I'm I'm all ears. Go ahead. And your pussy theory doesn't cut anything, okay? Come on. Okay. Well – Hey, Let's so come up with a reason. Shut up, and I will. Okay, I'm listening. Bo Levi's playing shit all year so far. Calgary is in the toilet. They're in the bottom of the league. Okay? Huff doesn't want to spend all that money with Bo Levi playing garbage, so they're going to try out this new kid for a while. So they put him on the sixth game, as you said, to save some money. Okay? Now, yeah, Bo but, has a hissy said, fit because said, he's a little princess like said, he is. Okay. Oh, my God. So that goes on. So I don't believe he had a broken leg. I don't. Okay. 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 And so now he's on the sixth game, and there's a lot of people, a lot of people who have been put on the sixth game that were never injured. Okay? That's, that's fact. It's happened lots of times. Okay? Now, is was Bo beat up a little bit? Probably. He'd hit the turf more times this season than he has in his career. Okay? So, yeah, maybe they put him on there for a rest. Maybe they, they're they trying to make some cash back. They're trying to do all sorts of things. Now, the question is, why would they take him off the sixth game early if they're trying to save money? That makes no sense, other than the fact that he is yelling, screaming, throwing things, and having a general hissy fit like most little princesses do. So then... Okay, then they've caved into his uh, threats and demands and, and whatever else and now taken him off the injury list. I know that probably sounds just as stupid to you as it did to me, but... <laughs> well, yeah, cause, because, because just so you know, and you probably wouldn't know this because you don't live in Calgary, you don't pay attention to Calgary. Everybody says that Bo Levi Mitchell is one of the best team players they've ever had. He's also he's also taken less money so that they could hire better players to surround him so he'd have a better team. 
So I don't think that counts it either because Bo doesn't have hissy fits and complain about anything. Sorry. So so that's not legitimate either. So maybe maybe they put him on the sixth game because he had a broken leg and he's just a fast healer and he and he's ready to go at it again. Maybe that's it. Yeah, yeah, two weeks playing, later, two weeks, ten days, as what is it? As, How long has it been? Wait, 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 wait. As far as playing shit all season long, he played in two games, and he lost the two games by a combined score of ten points. Okay, so... Calgary doesn't lose. I don't lose. think that does it either. Calgary doesn't lose. <laughs> okay, and I've been telling you guys all year that this would be a lean year for Calgary, because they have a young team, okay? So, but, I mean, I could try and convince you all I want, but it's not going to work. Mark. Bo Lee breaks his leg. He gets put on a six-game injury list, and he's taken off the injury list two weeks later. What's your take on that? Fast healer? Or something kind of stinks? Is Mark still here? No, well, Mark's he just gone. said at nine nine fifty four. It said, "Did I?" Yeah, Mark's you pissed Mark on. off. So, no, you didn't. You know what he said at nine fifty four? Did I get cut off? Oh, well, I don't know. Let's <laughs> <laughs> He got cut off. Call me back. Mark left the group. He's no longer part of the podcast. Okay, so you pissed him off. I have. Charles, did you leave too? No, Charles is still here. (laughs) Are you still here, Charles? (laughs) Unmute your mic, Charles. That helps to unmute my mic. Yeah, thank you. (laughs) Yeah. Anyways, okay, Charles. Yeah, Mark was getting Mark, yeah. Mark was getting annoyed at you, so that's yeah. probably why he left. He left. Okay, but uh, he said he left the group altogether. Yeah, I did. He left wow, the podcast. Well, yeah. left the group. Wow. Okay. Charles. Oh, he also. He also. Yeah. He also left. Wait a minute. He also left the admin group, too. Oh, did he? <laughs> yeah. Did you piss him off or what? Wow. I guess so. I don't and know. Did also, I actually... And he also, he also left the pool chat as well. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Will, fuck you might... You... Are, are you... <laughs> fuck, are you a prick? Oh, my God. <laughs> Charles... Yeah. What's your take on Bo? <laughs> I don't see how he had a broken leg when he's coming back two weeks after he's apparently broken leg. I mean, I I don't know what it is if he's uh, maybe seeing that there's some uh, bright spot with this Meyer kid and he's afraid of losing his job or rushing back. But I don't, I can't see any way he's ready. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, if he's not ready to play in the game, he shouldn't be practicing. Uh, you're if you've if you're not fully healed and you're practicing, 
you are risking aggravating the injury and being worse hurt, worse off than what you were. So, honestly, I I don't know. I did to me it seems too quick. Okay. Personally, yep. That's my take. Where are we here? Well, we just get eight minutes left. This show is almost over. Should the Red Blocks be giving Dominic Davis more playing time? Didn't know they had <laughs> gave him any playing time. I don't think I don't even know why he's a quarterback in the CFL. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've you've been watching Matt Nichols. Yeah, well, yeah, but Matt Nichols is better than he is, okay? Is he, though? Well, yeah, Matt Nichols probably has a winning record in the CFL, does he not? Well, was that because of him or because of the teams he played on? Well, it doesn't matter regardless, okay? It doesn't matter. I've seen we saw Dominic Davis play last year in Ottawa. He's not the answer. Okay, he is not the answer. But what's the question? Well, the question is here's the question. Why did Desjardins, is it Desjardins or what what the hell is his name in Ottawa? Marcel Desjardins. Yeah. Why didn't he sign uh why didn't he sign what's his nuts before he got off to Edmonton? Okay? That's the question. Oh the question was did he, did he think did he think Dominic Davis and, and the dude from from B C was gonna take Jonathan him to the Jennings. Land? Are you, Jonathan yes, Jennings. Yes, are you kidding me? Are no. you kidding me? Are you that stupid? No, he never thought that for a heartbeat. But he was just unable to to re-sign Trevor Harris because Trevor Harris had no intentions of staying there. Well, he should have thrown more money at him, okay? Giving him, giving him Bo or Mike Riley money, and he might have stayed. I'm not sure that that would have made a difference. It may have. I mean, I would have stuck around for seven hundred thousand dollars. Seven hundred thousand dollars. I would have stuck talks. around. Yeah. Yep. So, what can you do? Well, I don't know. He did have Nick Arbuckle, and did Arbuckle just turn around Nick and Arbuckle. say that absolutely, I don't want to play for your team. I want to be traded to Toronto. I want to go play for for Ryan Dinwiddie, and he said, I'm not playing for you no matter what. I mean, we never know what these conversations are going to be. Yeah, but I thought they tried to uh, cut uh, Arbuckle's money at the end of uh, 2020 or something like that before well, they, they traded him. They, they tried to do that to everybody, right? And most believe yeah. I took a pay cut. Michael Riley took a pay yeah. cut. Bert Harris took a pay cut. Everybody took a pay cut out there. Nick Arbuckle said no. Right. And then shortly after, they trade him away. They they traded them away. I, I personally, I don't think he was making all that much money to start with, but he was making starter money. It was in the four hundred, four fifty range, I think. 
Yeah. And he he wouldn't take a pay cut. Correct. Hmm. So I don't know. Hard to say. I, I I don't know. I don't know. But is Dom Dominic Davis is is this the answer, Charles? <laughs> God no. Is that is that a question? I well, should have put I, laughing faces after I asked that question because I was I was being tongue in cheek. This guy's not the answer. This guy's not going to do anything. <laughs> we know that. I just have to have, you know I have we got to go around the table here. We got to talk about this. And mm-hmm. to me, it's funny as hell. Okay, but what what, what mm-hmm. can you do? Honestly, we we've got Matt Nichols, who isn't the answer in any town, and you've got Dominic Davis, who's literally has is it's laughable. I, I don't know. I'm totally confused by it. But, I mean, and, and nobody has said that he is going to be the... I haven't heard or seen that anywhere. Have you? Nope. Right. But, I mean, they, they, they usually give... If they've given a guy first-team reps, there's a good chance. Yeah, I know. Status it may be. Okay. I'm a little confused over the whole thing about Dominic Davis, but uh, Bomber Sion. He's a, he's a bum. End of confusion. Who, Dominic Davis? Yes. Yeah. Or Nathan Roosevelt. Bomber signed Nathan Roosevelt. Nathan Roosevelt? He's just old. Yeah. Well, yeah, but he's, he's better out. than any re- he's better than any receiver the Bombers have. Oh, yeah, I agree with you, that. No, no. You see how many they dropped? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, w- w- Mark, what's your take on that? Oh, he's not here anymore. <laughs> No, he's not. I don't know where he went. Mm-hmm. He's gone away. Because Christopher Christopher pissed him off. <laughs> I piss him off all the time. I piss all of you off. It's part of being on this show. Yeah, yeah but I, I, I never go I, away. I start controversies. Okay. That's what I do. I never go away, but I never go away, but he gets really frustrated with you. <laughs> Obviously. And I could tell because he I could tell because he kept on swearing at you. So. <sighs> Anyhow, I, I got to sh- close off the show. It, it, we're going to run out of time in about ten seconds. Uh, this has been Let's Talk CFL uh, podcast episode number th- four hundred and fifty-two. I think ten seconds left. I got to go. Uh, take care, Charles. Say good night. Will say good night. Just do it. Good night. Good night, everybody. Go take Montreal. Care. Talk to you next week. Go Montreal. <laughs>